All right, well, I'm, I am thrilled to do this. This, is, uh, this will definitely be a different Father's Day message than you've probably caught anywhere else. So uh, anyone, if, if you know me, yeah, Pastor Steve and, and Jason, you guys could come on up and grab a seat. Um, we're going to kind of do like a, a, a panel here for Father's Day. If, if you know me, the one thing that I enjoy, I like, I like, I like spicy stuff. I like hot stuff, right? I mean, I, I'm so proud of so many of the youth in here, even like we have, whenever we have events at my house, it's the pizza, and then there I am, I'm making all of them to just put increasingly hotter and hotter and hotter hot sauce on their pizza while they're eating it. Yeah, no, no, but they're, they're all, I love them because they just dive right in. Even my kids, like now they're, now they're, eating, they're eating stuff with hot sauce on it too. So what we, what we thought would be a lot of fun is we're going to do just kind of, like I said, a, a Father's Day panel. Um, and as we, as we go through it, we got, we, we're going to do a quick intro. We got some dad jokes, because what is Father's Day without dad jokes, right? And my favorite part, my favorite part is the dad jokes that I have. I haven't even showed them yet. So you're going to get us like, so everybody gets to moan and groan together at the terrible punchline all at once, right? That's the best part. And speaking of moaning and groaning, as we go through each of these phases, we're going to come out with a new plate of, uh, new plate of wings, and those wings are going to, we're going to slowly climb, climb the mountain, right? Now, now I, I'm going to be honest with you, okay? Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Two, two things to keep in mind. One, you don't have to eat the whole wing. Like, it, it's all right. Two... Put so, uh, we, got, we got some other stuff up here. Put some stuff in as you're eating the wing too. It's good. It's good to give your stomach a little bit of a little bit of a buffer, you know. So you're not just. And then, uh, and then three, and probably the most important when we get to like the last two, do not do not wipe your mouth and then touch your eyes. <laughs> You'll know you did it if you did it. <laughs> That's for sure. I was just told that. Um you're going to get a chance to eat some chicken wings. I didn't, <laughs> this other stuff, this is news. Surprise! <laughs> no, so I, I hope you enjoy, it, just a, a happy Father's Day for this. We're hoping this is a, a, a fun, yeah. Just, we hope this is a fun, a fun way to hear some insight from some, some experienced, experienced dads, but also People that are they're firm in their faith and have gone through a lot and kept their focus on God and, and seeing where God shines through in the dark areas. Because being a, being a, being a dad, I mean, and I'm still, I'm still figuring things out with it too, but it does give you a unique perspective into how God thinks of you as a child. And I think, I think as we go through this, I pray that today that you all would be ministered to as we share the testimonies of our own lives and... Uh, I pray that you're ministered to as you, as you watch us react to the, the, the increasingly hot, hot wings, right? So just uh, real quick, let's, let's go ahead and take a, as, as we get going, I, you guys, uh, JB, I'll let you. Aren't we going to pray first before? I don't know what's going to happen. All right, hey, that's, that's good, that's good. Pastor Steve, why don't you, why don't you go ahead and pray, pray us up before we, uh, before oh, we dive Lord, in. Oh, Lord, why did I agree to this? <laughs> Oh, wow. Just, just help, Lord. That's, that's about all I can say is help. And don't make me pay a price afterward. Yeah, just say, help, help us, Lord, for the next 20 hours. In Jesus' name. Hey, amen. Amen. 
So uh, I'll, I'll just give a quick, quick uh, moment for introduction. Uh, start with JB if you want. You want some celery? Sure. Anything why, why to help. You introduce yourself. Let you know. Let, let us know how long how long you've been married, okay. and uh, oh, who, who those kids are that you got. And you could go to the the first the first sauce we got up. We'll have it up here. This is just Melinda's green sauce, man. Just ni ni nice enough. nice starter here. I mean, I, I drink this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, like it. So as I tell you every week, my name is Jason. Um, oh, are we I'm, supposed to eat this too? Well, yeah, you, have you guys it. eat, I'll talk, and then, then we'll take turns here. So uh, my name is Jason. I, I have been married to my wonderful wife, Mary, for 22 years now. Um, How many years? 22 years. 22. We got married in 2000, so it makes it easy. I can do the math. Very easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling with math right now. Believe me, I'm starting to sweat without eating one of these. <laughs> anyway, we've been blessed with three beautiful daughters. I've got a 16-year-old, a 15-year-old, and a 5-year-old. So uh, thank you. I appreciate that. All um, girls. All girls. All girls. And uh, we're, we're, we're blessed. Um, anyway, I've, I've been here part of Community Life Church for uh, six, or 15 years now. We, we moved here in 2006. And so... Um, that's that's me. Outstanding. Oh, okay, I'll go next. Um, Pastor Ben here at the church. I've been married. We just celebrated our 17th anniversary of being married. Yeah. I, I, I actually I sent a text to I sent a text to her uh, to Amanda's Amanda's mom and said, Hey, thanks for giving me permission to marry your daughter all those years ago. It just keeps getting better and better, and it dies. Yeah. It dies. Um, it's because she's so awesome to make up for everything that I don't have. <laughs> no, but uh, I have two kids, Warren and Haley. Uh, they're here part of the... Yay! Yeah, yeah. And uh, been, been with the church ever since, uh, man, before, since it was an idea. Yeah. So, so, so long time, long time. And I'm excited about it. I'm, so that's, uh, that's me in a, a quick... Quick look. I'm, I'm Pastor Steve. I'm, I'm married to Pastor Mamie. I'm, I'm blessed beyond measure. And uh, we've been reading Proverbs, going through Proverbs uh, as the church on a chronological study, a Bible reading. Uh, and if you haven't joined that, please do because it's excellent. But you start to read all these blessings and all these beautiful things and it says about a wife a man who gets a wife is a blessing from God it's just and I am so blessed it's it's kind of like ridiculous pastor Ben said you know where I lack she excels and it's just incredible I'm I'm so in love it's oh what is it 45 Okay, so that's fair. I, I, was waiting to, I was waiting for a direct to your back. Whenever you just said somewhere around that, it's like, okay, we're safe. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 44 years. This will be 45 in September. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, you haven't eaten wings. Uh-oh. What do you think, Jason? Very mild. Very nice, mild. You know, a little, little peppery, but nothing, nothing big good there. Teaser, so we're good teaser. We're good. Good teaser. Good start. Little, little jalapeno, <laughs> poblano. Good start. I like it. 
Good flavor. I hope it stops. <laughs> this, there, there are gonna, there are not going to be many breaks on this train here today, man. <laughs> no, so as a, so with that, we want to move into the next. Uh, we got our next wing uh, coming up here, but this is the we want to go through. Just uh, we just got a couple dad jokes to share with you. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, we'll get going here. Let's see. I'll I'll. St- we got JB to start on these again. Now, no reading ahead, okay? Just one, one at a time, one at a time. So, JB, why don't you, why don't you line us up with that first one here? Well, I only seem to get sick on weekdays. I must have a weekend immune system. Oh! It's bad. It checks out. No, that checks out is what that does. P.S., why don't you read the next one there? Do you know your pupils are the last part to stop working when you die? They dilate. <laughs> dilate? They dilate? Yeah? This is the first time we're reading these things. I love it. Whoa, that, that doesn't cool off very much. Oh, boy. Whoa, that's This guy's going to tap out on like lightweight. three, man. Uh, so what's the difference between a well-dressed man on a unicycle and a poorly dressed man on a bicycle? Attire. Oh! Be here the rest of the morning. <laughs> What's right. the best thing about Switzerland? What? I don't know, but the flag is a big plus. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like reading somebody else's jokes, right? <laughs> these jokes are brilliant. Uh, have you heard about these new quarter rub pillows? Corduroy pillows, they're making headlines. <laughs> uh, what, did the baby, what did the baby corn say to the mama corn? What did the baby corn say to the mama corn? Where's popcorn? <laughs> My wife asked me to stop singing Wonderwall to her. I said, maybe. Said, maybe gonna be the one no wonder wall for zach where were you somebody somebody oasis anybody Phil. <laughs> we got a couple 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 head nods that one is just for you guys that was just for you guys okay on sundays i don't speak to my wife till 1 p.m i thought <laughs> this is bad <laughs> i thought it would be rude to interrupt her <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you give me that? Yeah, that's right. Why did I give that? <laughs> All right, and I thought this one was really appropriate for today. Why do peppers make su- such good archers? They have an arrow. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, free, freebies here, freebies here. All right, so the sauce we had on this one, this was uh, just Melinda's extra hot. Man, I got to tell you. And you have extra hot. It's not extra hot, it's but extra man, hot. it's good. It is, it is such a good sauce. It is good. Such I a good sauce. Good. Yeah, yeah, it stays with you though. I'm I'm getting a little great, nervous. Great, great for soups, man. So good. But all these all these sauces. So what we're gonna have in the back back there? There's uh, plates. We're gonna have the hot sauces on the plates, and there's some toothpicks. And if you want to just swap a toothpick and take a little taste of what the hot sauce is, you're welcome to do it. I will tell you now. We got the kids in here because we think it's gonna be a good time once we get into some of these high level wings for you guys just to see the reactions that we're gonna be having. 
But I will tell I will tell all these kids, do not go, do not go above three. You will be the, the, unless three? you're supervised <laughs> by a parent. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, we'll we'll just we'll, we'll just leave it at that. What was we'll this? One? Did anybody mention that there are hot sticks for the guys back in the? Oh line? yeah, I don't. Yeah. Um, Broses, uh, Jim and Shelly, they supplied uh, hot sticks. So all the guys on your way out, right next to the hot sauces you can try, there's a, uh, a bucket. <laughs> of course it's in a bucket. It's a bucket of, a bucket of hot sticks that you guys can so grab. And the take. big ones are about two and a half, three yeah, feet. Yeah, they're, they're big sticks. They're big sticks. Okay, I'm going to take a piece of this celery just for the ride so I'm ready to go. Does anybody oh. else's chair keep sliding down? Yeah, yeah mine's mine, 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 sure not the only one. I'm getting know. lower, lower, yeah, yeah, lower. it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> All right, so wondering, you know. we'll go ahead. Uh, we're going to get into our first question, so we could go ahead and uh, we'll take the uh, the next the next wing. We're actually we're actually now getting into the, the the bulk of what we wanted to do today. We warmed you up, got you some laughs. Now here we go. So I feel like this is a cl- <laughs> somehow I feel like this is a cliche question sometimes, but it's a very real real question that has that can have a response with it. And it's the question of how did becoming a dad change your view of God? Mm. And it's, it's, it's a unique thing. And some of it, I think, is it comes through with experience more so than just what you can imagine it to be. So uh, either of you guys want to take a stab at it first for the, for the answer of this? Obviously, we're going a little, we're, we're kind of going a little, <coughs> little uh, we're calling audibles here this morning. We didn't, we didn't put the exact order of who answers the question. Actually, you know what? I, I'll, I'll, maybe, if you guys don't mind, I'll, I'll start with it. Look at this. He's going to extra. What? If you, now, I will say this. On, this. on this sauce, if you could get the picture on this guy, um, uh, go down one. This guy, yeah. So this uh, habanero wing sauce by Melinda's, I would eat this with cereal. <laughs> it is so good. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. The flavor on this, like, I, I, no, no joke. Like, I would drink the green one. This, this stuff, I'd put on anything. But for me, um, so on the question of just how, how to becoming a dad change your view of God, because I think, I think we think a lot of times it's, oh, you know, you're the father's love in how you feel towards your children, and that's all, it's super legitimate. It's incredibly legitimate. And I think a lot of times for us is, Humans, whenever we try to compare ourselves to things of God or look at things of God, we try to find things that are comparable to lean on. You know, so maybe, well, I'm not a dad, so what was my relationship like my dad? How, how, how was, what were the comparables with that? And then imagining, well, if God's perfect, you know, how does that, how does it make it different? And I think for me, it's almost like I, I, I think of that relationship because, I mean, I... <laughs> I'm his dad. He's my dad. <laughs> So we're going to find out what he's saying. <laughs> That's right. But it's, I mean, I, I, Pastor Steve was a, an amazing father, and I had a great dad growing up, you know, and I want to be a great dad towards my children, and yes, the love component, but I think for me, like, what really hit was after I had my kids, it was the responsibility of There you go. And I felt it was a different thing of, it wasn't just, yeah, I love them, but it was the overwhelming responsibility that now their entire existence depends on me to teach them, to guide them, to protect them, to love them, to provide for them. It all comes to me. Now, I'm not saying that selfishly. Obviously, I'm, you know, 
Amanda, my wife, is, is right, right there next to me with all of this. But there is still the sense that it comes down to me that I have to do that. And so I think what it really opened up to me was then viewing God feeling the same way for yeah, me. Yeah, good. Like wanting to look at me like, no, I want to provide for you. I want to give to you. Yep. I, want, I want to teach you. I want you to, you know, I want to be there when it's tough. Absolutely. And so for me, I think the responsibility of it was really what changed my view of God. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think that this, and it just it gave new light to the scripture of, you know, you've got to become like a child to enter into the yep. kingdom of God. Hmm. Like you really got to be reliant on him to be your, and he didn't say a teenager, you know, because like once you get into the teenage years, you're quasi self-efficient, you know, and, and, and to, to some degree. But I mean, yeah, they, think, they think they know everything. Right. <laughs> Yeah, very experienced. <laughs> but if you but if you go from I assure you that they do know everything. They tell me all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's confirmed. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but I just It's fun. If I think of it like a toddler and I think of myself like a toddler and my my heavenly father is a dad being responsible for me. It just it, it puts so much faith in my heart that yeah no he's he's got me coming. It's true, you know. As as one thing I that you're going to go over and over is that when you have children, your life is over. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> your your life is over because now you're pouring into your kids. You're, you're helping them grow. You're helping them, them to see life with the lens of Scripture. You're helping to put a worldview in their heart so that they can deal wisely in the affairs of life. And it's amazing. Our God gave his life for us. And now there's a journey. And in that journey, what's going to happen is that you're going to be, you know, one of the biggest words that we use, no, 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 no. Any parents know that word? <laughs> but it's, it's, it's correction, it's discipline, it's helping them understand it, it's a huge responsibility, but see, this is our God is doing the same thing with us. On our journey, he's willing to come into the tough places to correct us. Yeah. And Chris said it today. He says, man, those, those corrections on the other side of them is joy and, and really treasure. And uh, it's a full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God, he's always present. You know, I don't want to just echo what, what you're saying, but what I was thinking about a little bit, if you ever read the old book, there's an old leadership book, Seven Habits, Highly Effective People, been, I don't know, 25 years ago or so, it was, it was real popular, and I, I was going through some of that last year with some of my uh, employees at work and just kind of teaching them some of the stuff, and it talks a lot about the maturing process, where when you're a child, you're completely dependent on your parents, right? especially as a baby. Infants are absolutely 100% dependent. And as they grow up, they begin to have a little bit more independence until hopefully one day they're independent adults to be able to make their own decisions, right? Yeah. That's, that's kind of our goal. But it goes beyond that because at some point, hopefully, you know, as you get, when you get married, you become interdependent. You're right. right. 
where you're no longer, it's not just about my independence, but it's, hey, we're working together, and together yeah. we can do something more, right? Really good. But there's always that idea, as, as at least from a, from a father's standpoint, from my, my standpoint, is, you know, as two independent people came together for marriage, if something were to happen, you know, God forbid anything bad happens to, to one of them, but if something were to happen, they were still an independent person before, they'll make it, right? Yeah. But once kids come along, yeah. that changes that dynamic. Oh, because boy. the kids are not dependent. I mean, independent, rather. Right, they so are. So they can't, they can't just, you know, go on their own. So if something happens to me as a father, then, whoa, wait a minute. This, everything I do now impacts them. Every decision I make doesn't just impact me or just, just my wife and our relationship. Yes, there's that impact, but it goes further than that. Because if I make bad decisions that, that cause, you know, pain and whatever, well, that carries down to them, too. They, they experience that. You know, if yeah. I, if I want to be stupid and, and reckless and do something that's going to, you know, maim me for life, well, guess what? They're going to suffer for that. Yeah. yeah. And so that's my thought as, as, a, as a father is that. Wow, this whole, you know, I'm, I'm not independent anymore. Like you said, you're, my life's not my own. I'm not, I'm not living for myself anymore. Matter of fact, most of my desires are, are shelved for a while. You got it. Right. So that's yeah. really good. Yeah, it's a good thought to think like the, then him as the Heavenly Father understanding that and wanting yeah. to cover all those bases. You know, it, it just, I don't know. Could whenever... you get him another chair? <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Boom, boom, boom. Whenever I, whenever I think of like him saying, "I'll never leave you nor forsake you," it's not just like, "Oh, whenever you're lonely, I'm right. gonna be there." That's good. Yeah. You know, I think of like all the different names of God and how it encompasses every last. You go through the Old Testament. I mean, if you list them out, I mean, there's there's over fifty. Well, what is it? Why why so many names? Because he wants you to get the idea. He covers every aspect of your life. Yeah. Whatever it is, he is that to you. Right, right. And so for that, I think, my gosh, what a good father. And then even just Jesus with the Pharisees, you know, it's like, it's like if you, being earthly fathers, know how to give good gifts to your children, like, hold on. It's almost kind of like, I feel it's almost like kind of like a circuit. Like, what do you think God's going to do? Yeah. Like, if you can do it good, what do you, he's going to be so much exponentially better. Amen. And so for me, I, I think you just opened my heart of like, man, that's a big that's a big win to understand how much God wants to take care of me as a child. Yes. And fin finishing out the thought that I had there is it, it kind of does away with that whole uh, mentality, of, like that deistic mindset of God being the, the great clockmaker in the sky, that he puts all these things spinning and then says, okay, just going to let it, let it all happen. Yeah. Because, no, he, he wants to be involved. He knows yeah. that, that that's part of it. Just like a, a father wants to be involved with his kids and wants to, to help teach them and raise them and all. He wants to be involved. And that's... To answer the question there, how, how did it change my view? Well, it changed my view in that I realized God's uh, hand at work, that, that he wants to have a part of my life, that he actually cares. Yes. Um, just, I don't know, I saw that in a new way, I guess. No, that's good. that's yeah. good. So what did we think of the wing? Well, that was easy. That was yeah. a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a real good one. I like one. that one. Good flavor to uh, it. Did you say you'd put that on your cereal? No, I said I would. I, was, I don't really put it on my cereal. Okay. <laughs> What do you think I am, a madman? I no, no, I don't think you're a madman, but I think that. Hold on, like just just to clarify, do you guys put your do you put your milk in first before the cereal, or the cereal then the milk? Cereal then the milk. Yep. 
All right, just want to make sure. Because yeah. the cereal is the right. measuring line, so you know how no, much No, I just, just had to check. Just and then here's what you really do, not hot sauce. You get the maple syrup out, and you pour that maple syrup all over that. Like on, like, Before you take it back and else? put it in the cupboard, you drink some and then put it back. <laughs> Look here, everybody. That's a true story, folks. Oh, man. Every time she says, how can we be out of maple syrup already? You just blame it on my kids. Ah, Lord and Haley were over. <laughs> All right, next, next wing coming up. This one, this one is a, uh, a favorite of mine. Uh-oh. It is Melinda's uh, fire-roasted garlic and habanero. Ooh, it that, is. That's, yeah, that John sounds... Martinez loves this thing. I tell you what, that, now if you're looking, most people complain. They're like, I don't like a hot sauce just for the sake of being hot. This guy's hot, but the flavor's so good in it. So we'll, we'll, we'll dig right into this one. I've oh. recommended this to a few, few people here in the church. Next question we wanted to have, though, is um, what has God helped you with the most as a dad? And, <laughs> I mean, this is so multifaceted. Since you guys are eating, I'll, I'll go ahead. <laughs> tell, me, tell me what you're feeling. Oh, man. <laughs> no maple syrup on this. <laughs> Bring the maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a nice heat to it. Good heat. Yeah, but I know you love spicy stuff, so this is really an unfair battle. <laughs> wow. No, so what has God helped you most? What has God helped you with most as a dad? Um, for me, I <laughs> with my kids, there's always that that moment that they they. They try something, your kids, the kids, this is just kids in general, they try to do something or they try something and you aren't always there for the, the buildup or, you know, the planning phase of what has happened, if you know what I mean. You're there for the aftermath after it's like, mom, dad, you know, where that tone at the end like changes and you know that it's like, this isn't, this isn't like, hey, I found the cool bug outside that I want you to see. It's like... <laughs> Hey, the couch is on fire and I can't put it out, you know? <laughs> true story. True story. <laughs> true story. Right. Sort of, maybe. But just kidding. Seriously. Um. <laughs> Did that happen? <laughs> yeah. Um. No, but back to the point. <laughs> no, but there's... You're not always there for the planning phase of like the thinking of what, wh how, how to arrive to that, you know, what they want Whoa, to do. This is really keep creeping riding, up man. on you. Yeah, wow. you want a piece of bread? This is a good, this one's good. I love, this is good. Wow. You want to, yeah, top it off a little bit? No, I'm not topping it right, off. That's fair. <laughs> no, but uh, just in the same way, then, you know, you come in as the parent. And, you know, you examine the aftermath of what has happened, and usually, you know, if ever, once you've determined everyone's okay, you know, you, you get the baseline, <laughs> yeah. you know, set, then it's like the question of, what were you thinking? What is, why? What, where, where did you even find that? You know, questions like that. And it's... <laughs> And then you get the explanation, you know, and sometimes I have found that I'm almost dumbfounded of like, oh my gosh, I wouldn't even imagine that that would, you know, all right, but, 
And then you try to instruct and say, well, if you want to do this, this is how you do it. You know, and then you, you, walk, you walk them through the process of how to get to what they want rather than just the, the total chaotic way that they arrive to it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what God has helped me with so much in that is the realization that I'm, I, I'm the same way in a lot of ways with my own life in trying to arrive at conclusions or answer problems in my life. I'm here, I'm sitting here as, at, at, at 41, and I feel like here in the last year, God has worked through so many things in my life that I, I thought things, I was okay in these areas. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. You know, and, mm-hmm. but meanwhile, God was like that parent of, you know, here I am lighting the couch on fire, you know, and God's like, hey, man, could we, could we talk about this? <laughs> you know, like, you've been sitting on the couch, it's burning towards you, like, can we, can we, get, can we go through some things with this first? But I think what God has helped me with is that, that aspect of humility that I don't have all the answers. And just be, that because I'm now like a, a parent to my, my kids, I don't always have the answers. Mm-hmm. It's okay to apologize. It's, right. it's okay to go to God and be like, God, I, I got no clue how to put, how to find the solution to this equation mm-hmm. of this problem in my life. Or those things were... God stirs something up, and you think for a second, like, wait a minute, is that a problem? You're like, no, nah, no, everything's fine there. It's like, no, 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 it'd be, be open enough. Yeah. Because I, as a parent, if I noticed that with my kids, I'd want to correct it, yeah. you know? And I, I, I think for me, it's just that realization. That's that really good. I have to have two-way two way with my Heavenly Father of the humility to receive His correction as a Amen. parent. Still. That's great joy. That is, uh, it's, it's, what has God helped me with the most as a dad? Uh, it would be patience um patience that's why i have a little turtle at my house that's concrete patience uh things don't i'm i think this should all happen like that but it does not and helping a child grow and mature like you said earlier to be grow up to be an independent individual when they go out, being able to be well balanced and kind of even have more life experiences so that when they do go out, they're not knocked to the floor. But if they do go out, that they can always know their heavenly father is with them right then and there. But it's patience. You know, the maturing process takes time. It takes a lot of time. I'm still maturing in my faith. I'm still a child of God. Uh, I have grown some, uh, but I know that he's got so much more. And when you realize how much more he has and where you're at, you could just claim, I'm really poor in spirit, Lord. <laughs> I'm ready for more. But it's patience. It's, it's important. It's really patient to be able to be patient with your child. They do the same thing. They do the same thing. Don't you get this? You know, I, not anymore. It's like... Are you almost done? I'm getting impatient. <laughs> I wonder when this cools off. <laughs> this, guy, this guy goes for a bit. My, my lips are burning here. <laughs> well, don't kiss the wing. I, you told me I'm supposed to eat it. Well, yeah. Wow. What's in the next one? I'm, I'm... Well, he still has to answer. We, we, got, we got one more. Oh, take your time and answer. <laughs> 
Thanks for being patient. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, what has God helped me with most? I, I believe uh, I believe pride. Um, I don't know how you can be a good father, a good dad, and and retain much pride. Yeah. Um, because it's not about you anymore. Like Come you on. mentioned, and and that that goes for moms too. Um, once you know, once you bring kids into the world, it's it isn't about you anymore. It's not about what you want to do. What you okay? That's great that you want to do that, but they come first. Right? Amen. Yep. And so a lot of times um, your own desires are put on the back burner. Their your own plans are are shot, and you just got to be okay with that because it's not about you. It's about them. But the joy that you get through watching them and, Amen. and seeing that that's just a, another thing altogether. Yeah. Just last week, uh, little Trixie's out fishing in the creek. Her and Heidi were, were fishing, and I was helping them a little bit. And, um, you know, I didn't get to fish. I got to put worms on hooks. <laughs> but I had a great time watching them do it. There you, you know? go. I did, I'm not disappointed that I didn't get to pull a fish out. Um, it's kind of funny because they pulled out about six or eight of them. They were all about this big. But, hey, <laughs> they had a good time. It was fun. Yeah, that's um, really good. It isn't about us anymore. Yeah. And I just think the joy that God gets, too. We got a question over here. Oh, we got a question. Yes, dear. Have the kids come in. Since you shared your thoughts about coming, you thought maybe, like, you could, like, take a sip of water and, like, Pour some on his lips as well. <laughs> Good idea. What was it? You could take some water and pour it on your lips to help the burning. Oh. She's, she's thinking about you. She's helping. She's over here think tanking solutions for you. Brilliant. I'm trying to train Thank her. Thank well. you, Trixie. That does help for a while. <laughs> no, but I think the humility thing is just how much God then finds joy whenever we, you know, as we're saying, like God helping us with things, whenever we actually let him, mm-hmm. instead of trying to figure it out ourselves or not wanting to listen. I mean, like for me, it's such a source of frustration whenever you're trying to help your kid with something and then they just don't listen. They do their own. I mean, right. my children would never do that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Mine never did. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Steve, Pastor Steve, I'm a little concerned here. What's that? Well, this one looks like it was like a brand new jar. He only put out enough to, to cover these. So I don't think he uses this one much, which makes me think it's he too, does hot, it. too he, hot to oh, eat. Oh, you probably. Yeah. We've, we've, we've been through this guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, think again, you're talking about the pride issue and how does that relate to God? He humbled himself to become a man. And he humbled himself so much to go to the cross for us. Yeah. I mean, this, these things that the, the qualities of, of a dad uh, really come from God. And so it's easy to, that's why he's humble enough to even want to be with us. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Really awesome. You know, you, I think too, just even so much of it, you know, as you're saying that, kids mess up and they hurt someone else's feelings, what do you say? Well, say you're sorry. Yep. You know, sometimes it's like the Heavenly Father speaking to us. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, now you got that, you know you were wrong. Okay, now go say you're sorry. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what? And then what do you, what do you say? <laughs> but 
it's the same kind of parent parent relationship. Yeah. Like, I don't care that you don't want to, you want to. <laughs> you know? And and it's not that God wants us to be embarrassed. He wants to help us through. Whoa. <laughs> well, you jumped into the next one. So let's let's hit into our next sauce. This is the uh, this is the scorpion Scorpion, I now that makes sense. Scorpion. Yeah. I mean to be fair, Jason Jason Oh said, man. Jason said, uh, boy, we haven't used this much. We have we haven't used this much. We just confirmed the only use that I had with it is I confirmed it's hot. Whoa. Okay, fair enough. That's hot. Definitely yeah. got a little spice to it. No doubt. A little spice to it. You want to eat the rest of mine? <laughs> wow. Think of like Frank's Red Hot times a lot more. A thousand. Man, my tongue's on fire. Bread, milk, but it's not, it's not as hot as straight like scorpion pepper. It's, no. it's got some, something to douse it back a little bit. I agree bit. <laughs> connoisseur of hot peppers that'd be a horrible job people do it now that's insane the people that eat the peppers they'll actually yeah. tell them do not swallow the pepper unless you've chewed 12 times because the peppers are so hot it would actually damage the line of your stomach and that's what we're eating no <laughs> That's if you're eating the actual just pepper by itself and nothing else. Wow. Yeah, yeah our, our pepper's diluted with chicken, so it's, you know. Our pepper's diluted with chicken. This is the one definitely don't rub your eyes afterwards. That one definitely got some heat to it. It's that's more there, yeah. You know, it's not Kind of really a delayed reaction there a little bit. Uh, yeah. <coughs> <coughs> he doesn't have to go first on this one. Man, I thought. So to finish off, finish off our um, our last question that we want to come to. Like Are we eating another one? That's a slow burn there. It, it, it is it, a slow burn. It takes a while. Wow. Yeah. Keeps riding. Oh, uh, see, he's drinking milk. I'm going Do to. Do it. I drank it like two, two weeks ago. So what is the, your biggest joy as a father, and how does that relate to how God sees us? Hmm. <clears throat> I can hit that one real quick. My biggest joy as a father is when I see my kids get it. When I see they're starting to grasp spiritual truths. And it's not, it's not always that they get everything that I teach them. Because I know there's a lot of stuff that they don't like to hear. There's a lot of stuff they don't like to receive. There's a lot of stuff that even though they act like they don't like it or whatever, I noticed later on that, hey, they actually got that. Even though they didn't mm-hmm. admit to it at the time. But even, I mean, even, even my little one, even Trixie at five years old, little things, she'll, she'll bring up a scripture or she'll, she'll talk about what she learned in class or, or she'll, you know, say, uh, talk about school and how she, she had a little boy that, 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 uh, that they had a little squabble or whatever, and she went and asked forgiveness and stuff. I mean, just little stuff like that. Like, you know, she's getting it. Yeah. And they're getting it. Same thing with the other girls. They, they're getting it, you know. It doesn't always happen the way it, I want it to, because I want to tell somebody something one time, and they get it, and that's it. <laughs> but I know the reality is, I don't wow. get things when I'm told one time, and that's it, Thank right? You. It's it's a constant. you got to tell it over and over and over again. you got to start to put that. So that's <laughs> so that's that's my answer to that question. Is My biggest joy is when I see my kids getting it. This guy's here. 
Yeah, this guy's going to need a moment, two more moments before he gets in. So are we going to do the it's gallery like challenge my, next? It feels like my lips are blistering. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is this the last one, I hope? No. There's one more. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting some looks over here that I haven't seen in like 20 years. <laughs> You did sign off before we ate, right? Yeah, the, the waiver? No. You, you didn't sign the waiver. No waiver. Just eat, eat some bread with me, man. I am. You'd be, be doing good. No, but I, I agree with you, Jason, because it is it is a big joy whenever oh. I see my kids get it. And I think, like, I think the more that I put God in the front of my life, the only thing I care about, I mean, and it is. I've even said it to Amanda. I, I don't, the only thing I care about is my kids and making sure that they are in the kingdom of God. Amen. Whenever everything is said and done. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was talking to a, a while, this was a while ago, I was talking to a, a pastor of, you know, what you would consider a mega, mega church, just having lunch with him. You know, he was, he was expressing the value, you know, of how like people look at a big church and they think that's a success. And he's like, and he said, I would, if it meant my kids' eternity, he said, I would be here in the morning with a can of gas to burn it all down. He's, yeah. I, I'd give it up in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yep. He goes, I wouldn't even think twice about it. And he's like, the, the, looking at your family, that is more important than anything else and the importance of that. And so, like, I, I, I so much agree with, like, the joy is, I feel like it's halfway because I see so much of my kids how they have a heart for God, you know, and how they think to pray for people. And even people, you know, other kids that they're having problems with, they want to pray for those kids, you know, which is awesome. Yeah. And that heart shining through. And I think, like, I just, I feel like my biggest joy is yet to come yeah. where I yeah. see them grow up. And I think it ties back into that responsibility thing because I know that if I'm not pushing it, that I am totally reliant and hoping that God makes it all come together. And I, I want to be the tool that... Yeah. I, I met a gentleman this week. Um, he's a, a customer of ours. And I, I went to their house and sat down and talked to him. And, and we ended up having a great conversation. Going to do an estimate usually takes me 30 minutes to an hour. I sat there and talked to this guy for three and a half hours. Because he was just telling me about his life. And he told me about how uh, five years ago his daughter died of cancer. And um, her kids are, are teenagers. And their dad's not really part of their life. So him and his wife are raising their grandkids. Mm. At the same time, he's gone through cancer and chemo and all this kind of stuff. So he's had his own struggles with, with his health and stuff. At 70 years old, um, <coughs> raising his grandkids who are now like 13 and 11 or something like that. I can't remember exactly their ages. But he said something to me that really, really just, I don't know, it was, it was like, wow, that's, that's awesome. He said, my whole desire at this point is that I live long enough to see these boys enter the kingdom of God. I want to see them come to salvation. That's that's after that I can die. I don't care. That's my goal. Yeah. And uh, even his doctors on board with him. His doctor said, "Hey, look, you're you're gonna have to go through some pain. What what you're dealing with with the chemo stuff, like sure. it's gonna be painful." He's like, "But my goal is to keep you alive as long as you can, so that those boys will come." Yeah. To God. And and that to me is just just a powerful powerful thing because that that that's really what it's all about. Right? Amen. It is. Well, that's uh, and that leads up to where I am. Uh, because of all the hard work 
uh, uh, Pastor Mamie and I put God first in everything we do. And we, we took the responsibility of Deuteronomy 6 as parents to train up your child. We're responsible. Parents are, are, the church is just a supplement, but it's the home is where it's supposed to be done. And that's, that's a command. And that's hard work. It's, it's hard work. And it's self-sacrificing. It is really putting God first in what you're doing and living it out in front of your children. And when you do that, uh, I think the greatest joy that I would say Pastor Mamie and I both have is that here's Pastor Ben, a man of God. It's, it's the fruit of our labor coming. Now, we never encouraged him to be a pastor at all. We just wanted him to walk with God. And then the, God, the call of God fell on him, and he followed through. Now, our daughter is on fire for Jesus, and she's married to a pastor <laughs> down in Virginia Beach. And it goes back to what we tried to put into them through the Word of God, through just simply obeying the written Word of God and being led by the Holy Spirit and how we react and how we discipline, it's, it's, the fruit of it is really shining through. And I'm telling you what, parents, don't ever give up hope because your prayers are powerful. Powerful. Pastor Steve, as a, as a testimony to, to that, um, when Mary and I decided to, to relocate here in 2006, one of the one of the things that we were looking for um, was a pastor who's who had children who were following God. That was one of our requirements of, of, of the church we were part of. We didn't want wow because there's so many so many churches out there where where the pastor spends so much time. I mean, and I say this as a as a pastor's son. Okay, I, I grew up in a, in, a, in a pastor's home, and I I've witnessed what it's like. Um, good, the bad, and the ugly, and, and there's so many pastors out there that focus so much on building a church and building other people that they don't focus on their own family, and that's, that's, that's a weakness of the church. That's, that's, yeah. that's definitely a downfall, so that was one of our requirements when we moved here was that we wanted a pastor that, that their family was following God, and so when we saw that in Pastor Ben and, and uh, Hannah, we, we realized that, yeah, we can you know, we can be here, we, we can submit to, the, to this leadership because they have a family that's following, following after Christ. So, well, I mean, that, that's a New Testament requirement, isn't it? Yes, sir, it is. Absolutely. So. If you can't handle your own home, how can you handle the church of God? I'm, this, that's still tingling. <laughs> how about, no. I'm good. I'm, I'm back to zero. What? Well, maybe two. Yeah, we're so, so uh, last but not least, as we close out here, um, this one, this one is called the bomb. Now, not just now, now they have three, three versions, three versions of, of the bomb. They have the regular the bomb. The what? They have the regular the bomb, and then they the bomb. D A bomb. D A. Da bomb. Da bomb. Then they have. A second version, which was the bomb beyond. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. 
beyond insanity. And then we can, uh, <laughs> Whoa. Look, look we, can, we can take this thing and we can make it worse. So what? then they came up with the bomb, ground zero. So we have ground zero. No! <laughs> yeah, I think I'll, I'll try that. You do it first. So, so there, there, was a reason why, there was a reason why we wanted to time this. The, like, the dismissal is going to be coming up right Right <laughs> well, I, I was going to suggest that if, if, if you're going to like you know give an altar call or something, you might want to do it while you can talk. <laughs> you might want a piece of celery too, just in so, case. Uh, <laughs> so do you eat the tums now or just right after? Do you want to put a little extra? Like Pep the Bismo, something. Do you want a little extra? I'm asking you. No. Is there any on here? Oh, it's on there. Oh, it's on there. P.S. I don't know, man. You uh, I, you may just want to take a little, a little, a little, a little. Look. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna finish this entire thing. Do we do this all at the same time, or are we? Let's let's do this before before we hit it. I'm just gonna look. Before, before we do it. Before we do it. Pray again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Not enough. Well, listen, now, if my lips are still burning from that... First well, you're not going to feel anything, then. You already got it going. <laughs> no, wait. Just hold, hold. Let's, 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 close, let's close out the service, and then everybody can laugh at us. Is, is <laughs> Praise and worship team, no need, no need to come up. You're, you're, good, you're, you're good at your seats. You can, you can be a spectator. For this. No, but, uh, Did you put extra on there? No, I just smelled it. I just wanted to see what it smelled like. Get the, you know, the full... Yeah, no, but so if you're here today and you've, you've, you've heard this, you know, what, what we've talked about, the, the whole apex of all of this is God. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can have whatever funny stories, whatever hot wings that you want to do and have a good conversation. But unless the, the peak of the mountain is Jesus Christ, nothing, literally nothing in this world matters. Amen. If, if Jesus Christ, you could have the, great, the greatest job. You could have all the best friends and all the possessions. But without Jesus Christ, it's nothing because whenever eternity hits, none of it matters. Amen. And Jesus' whole goal, his only question to you whenever you are going to face him is, were you faithful with what I asked you to do? Mm. And it's such a beautiful question because that question is different for every single one of us. The standards, you might say, well, the standards are different. I, I wasn't born into the right family. I didn't have the right situation. You know, the, my family situation growing up. Whatever it is, it doesn't, but the question of, but were you faithful to Jesus Christ can be answered no matter what situation of life Amen. you've come into. Mm. And so where that lines up today is that God gave his son. God is so well acquainted with fatherhood, he invented it. Yeah. Mm. But he gave his son to die for us. And the purpose of that is because without some kind of forgiveness, we are guilty of sin. And sin has to be punished because God is absolutely perfect. But he gives us a way to attain that perfection through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And by accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your sins are absolved. Not just covered, they're gone. The Bible says you become a new creation in Christ, something different than you've ever experienced before because it's not something physical, it's something spiritual.
And in fact, the greatest miracle that will ever occur is whenever someone's spiritually dead spirit is brought to life by accepting the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And whenever you do that, everything that God has, all these good things that we've talked about today, that's whenever all of that becomes available to you because now you are a son, a daughter of God, and he is now your father. God gave his son to us so that he could have more children. Yeah. So if you're in here today, just take a moment. If everyone could, just heads bowed, eyes closed, just everyone being respectful. Most important thing of what we're going to do today. If you have not asked Jesus Christ to be the Lord of your life, you are not a child of God, or you wonder, I don't know if I am, I don't know if I've ever done that. I don't know if I've ever made that decision to say, Jesus, I want you as the Lord of my if you're in here today and you want to make that decision right now, I want you to raise your hand. Don't be afraid of it. It's the opportunity to have God as your Father. It's today. Well, Lord, I thank you that we believe that everyone here knows you today. Mm -hmm. And we thank you that we can all call you our Heavenly Father. Yes. We're grateful for that. Yes. Lord, with that, help us with this last worship. Uh, in Jesus' name. So here we go. We'll, we'll take a bite of the last wing. We will uh, look at these cameras. We're ready to go with this. <laughs> all right, the bomb. The PS, you get it. I, oh, boy. Yeah, I'm afraid. Here we go. Right. <laughs> Cheers. 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 There it is. Oh, it grows. I see your eyes watering. Oh, man, just licking that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm no. Grandpa is not going to take a bite of that. Gosh. All I did was lick it. JB, you cleaned it. I'm not. Grandpa's done. <laughs> wow, I think that's the smartest thing I did today. Not eat that. All right. You want to close this out? I'm busy. <laughs> I want to say happy Father's Day to everybody. It's a huge responsibility, but here's the key. We get to lean on God himself to do it. It's, there is a huge responsibility, but the best thing for a dad to do is go to the word of God and learn how to raise your children. Because when you do that, the spirit of Christ himself comes in, 
to form and conform your children into his image and his likeness. Now, I'm not saying you're going to look like Jesus, but you're going to have his character. And that's what we want. That's the diamond in the rough, so to speak. I want to thank you guys for coming on Father's Day. Dads, you have a uh, hot stick out there, courtesy of Bros's Meat Market. Greatest butcher shop in the world! That's what I yell every time I go in there. I mean, I actually holler it out. (laughs) Everybody turns around and looks at me. They're frightened. Oh. See, look, they're crying, and I'm, I'm saved. <laughs> it lingers. <laughs> Milk time. Thank you so much. We'll see you all next.